Welcome to Screen Actors Guilt, where we explore Oscar-winning actors and the embarrassing films they'd rather forget. I am your host, Michelle, the Plague of Headlace. And I'm Henry, the scientist explaining periods to a little possessed girl. <laughs> uh, we all learned a lot today, I think. Oh, sure did. Sure did. Uh, so, th- this is our Hillary Swank episode. It is. Uh, double Oscar winning actor. A double Oscar winning actor. And this movie is from like peak swank. Oh. Like she had just won an Oscar for Million Dollar Baby. Hot on the heels of like, her second Oscar win. Like this uh, is this feels like a, a catwoman after winning for Monsters Ball kind of move. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I would I would say in some ways not as demeaning, but in some ways as demeaning as Catwoman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Hilary Swank, solid actress. Yep. Uh, won uh, Best Actress twice, once for uh, Boys Don't Cry. Yeah, early, in like for... 1999. Yeah, yeah, when she was really young. Uh, and then uh, for Million Dollar Baby, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one of those movies that's like, eh, it hasn't aged great, but it was like yeah. solid. It was like before Clint Eastwood completely lost his mind. Uh yeah. He was all, like, grizzled and angry and gnarled, but, like, making movies that weren't just, like, jerking off on the flag and then rubbing it on your face. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, Hilary Swank. <laughs> yeah, Hilary Swank. Uh, Solid yeah. actress. Got, like, yes, she was a, she was a karate kid. And right. <laughs> right. The, the second karate kid, I believe. And uh, then she... Then she just kind of shot, like, a meteoric rise into Oscar-winning actress pretty early on yeah. in her career. Yeah, and it feels like she's like the name brand version of Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. Like like sort of squinting from a distance. Yeah. They've got a similar like look and vibe and like they probably play the same characters, but like, you know, if you're going to shell out for the real thing, you go Swank. Mhm. Uh, and if you need she okay, she's like yeah, she's like uh, Hillary Swank and then Jennifer Garner's like Hillary Swank light. Like you you yes. pepper her into all the rom-coms and then Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. the Bud Light. Hillary Swank is Bud Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, the, like, before we get into the garbage doo-doo fire that she created mm-hmm. at the peak of her career, uh, she's sort of gone, disappeared a little bit, right? Yeah, like, I haven't she seen was... her in anything in a while. She did. I feel like she kind of in the early, like, 2010s, early 2010s, like, did some rom-coms, right? And, like, some sort of, like, mid-range movies. And you sure that wasn't Jennifer Garner? I'm trying to remember. But, um... Uh, she was in that Amelia yeah. Earhart movie, which was pretty, like, got a lot of mixed reviews. Mm. I think. Mm. That was when they were just, like, try any biopic. Yeah. Like, it'll probably stick. It'll probably get an Oscar nomination. Why not? Mm-hmm. Heard that one was pretty boring, but uh, did not see it. Can't say that I saw it. Oh, The Homesman. I remember her in The Homesman. That was a depressing movie. Which one's The Homesman? Uh, so The Homesman, she's a, like, it's, a, it's set on the prairie, and, like, she is traveling across the, like, dangerous prairie with Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, mm. And then... <laughs> Uh, and then she fucks Tommy Lee Jones, an old, old man, and then what? hangs herself the next day, and that's the movie? Oh, cool. Uh, great. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. And cool that was 2014. 
it was 2014. Oh, it was lovely. Uh, so yeah, I mean, not not my favorite movies. Oh shit, she was in Logan Lucky. That's oh the last thing I right, saw yeah, okay. So That's she did have great. a banger relatively recently. That was like two years ago, right? Yeah, although she's like kind of a cameo in Logan Lucky. Like she yeah. comes in at the end after all the fun stuff has happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she, she like cues up Logan Lucky too, which we'll never get because the world is cruel. Ugh, I know. Yeah, she hasn't been a lead actress in a while in something that like really got a lot of clout. Um, yeah. Not counting her out for future good movies, um, but she definitely went on a little bit of a mediocre trajectory. I think sometimes you just want to make a bunch of movies and you're just sort of hedging your bets. And yeah. To her, and to her usually, credit, she's not shitty in a lot of them. She's just doing her thing. She's like a solid good actress kind of across the board. She is. She is. And I would say that like, if you were going to chart a point of demarcation in the de- descent of uh, yeah. double Oscar winner Hillary Swank, yeah. <laughs> you would probably choose The Reaping. Yeah, um, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is not like, uh, it's not her finest hour. It's really not anyone's finest hour. No. <sighs> no, no, no. Unless you count uh, the swarm of locusts in which peak locust hour. It is the best locusts have been on screen for years. Yeah. Since Ants. For sure. Yeah. Uh, or Bugs Life. Whichever one had the grasshoppers. That was Bugs, Bugs Life, Life, right? Bugs Life all day. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bugs Life, which really told us who Kevin Spacey was long before <laughs> anything else did. Yeah. Uh, so. So the reaping. The reaping. Uh, we watched a oh scary movie. Sort of. <laughs> we watched a movie that marketed itself as a horror movie, but is like... I would say a bad noiry mystery, like a supernatural sort of off-brand true detective for like an hour, mm-hmm. hour ten, and then 20 minutes of the most batshit horror movie you've shit, ever crazy seen. crazy bullshit, yeah. Apparently this movie was originally supposed to be uh, shot in like New England somewhere, and then, huh. and then Hillary Swank pushed super hard for it to be shot in Baton Rouge. Which, like, can, okay, I will say this movie has a lot of stuff wrong with it, but the only thing it really has going is, like, that spooky kind of gothic horror southern thing. Yeah. Can you imagine how shitty this would be if it was just, like, It's just, like, shot, fucking shot Delaware? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, we're in Delaware. Where it's a, it's a car park. This is a haunted car park. Yep. Oh, oh. the reservoir is full of bats. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely the setting is is very effective. Also, apparently, this movie happened mid Hurricane Katrina, like partway through production. Katrina hit, and then they had to keep shooting after that. So, I read that, and I'm gonna say a movie that is about divine justice being meted upon a group of people <laughs> doing horrible things. <laughs> the irony. Having- Having Hurricane Katrina hit you in the middle of filming this abomination, I don't want to make light of no. Hurricane Katrina, nor of any problems that happened uh, to anybody no. from that. However, if you're making a movie about biblical repercussions for doing shitty things, and you've made that movie as bad as you could, and then it's interrupted by an act of God, I feel like you should maybe pack it in. Because you, I mean, you know the script in front of you. You've seen what you're doing to yourself and others. Like, uh, Yeah, not one person's read the signs. No, no. It was right there. No. It was right there. 
Oh, this movie has Idris Elba, by the way. Yeah. And, yeah, and, it, and it prominently features Idris Elba's mustache, which should be second billing right after Idris <laughs> Elba. Mm-hmm. He's a man known for having a lot of mustache in his work, and this one is a handlebar brand, so it's really yeah. stealing every scene. Yeah, he's got a real Sam Elliott thing going yeah. on with this. So, the plot of this movie... Yeah, so she, Hillary Swank plays a professor at some university and a special... Uh, LSU. Yeah, LSU, there we go. And then she's also a specialist at debunking, um, like, biblical miracles. And she's former, she used to be a missionary, and then she's early on you minister. know that something maybe happened to her and her family, mm-hmm. but you don't know quite what it is, and then you know that she's now, like lost to religion and is all about just yeah debunking every miracle then she takes a trip to south america to illustrate um one of the why one of those is bullshit yeah so the first scene of oh, this yeah, movie the first scene. has a priest who again i don't remember if he's dressed as a priest in the beginning or if he's just like a guy in a shirt uh, i think he's a he guy in a shirt because he just wakes up from bed and like right he wakes up and he sees the like one of the many pictures of Hillary Swank that he keeps in his bedroom, uh, uh, like office. Yeah. Uh, he sees her face burning, uh, and so he grabs the picture and, like you do, smashes it on his table. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> breaks the picture frame, uh, and then turns to a bunch of other pictures of Hillary Swank. He has kept a lot of pictures of Hillary Swank. Uh, and her face is burned out of all of them like she's like a cra- an ex-wife that somebody's angrily trying to forget. Yeah. Uh, and then he arranges the pictures uh, in the order of their burning, and it creates a shape that like a we, I don't recognize. And, yeah. yeah, but the movie's like, this is very important. It zooms in really in- mm-hmm. intensely. Uh, and then, yeah, we cut to, uh, to a city in Chile uh, where Hilary Swank and Idris Elba uh, are walking through a tunnel of sick people, and a dude is just singing opera, As apropos of nothing. Yes. Yep. And then, like, when they see the guy singing opera, and they look look at the person's eyes, and their eyes are dilated. Both Idris Elba and Hillary Swank don gas masks, while everybody else is just walking around them. As though there aren't two people in these like high grade gas masks yeah. coming around, uh, and this lady. And then they like go into this room, and uh, oh. there's a, a there's a mummified priest who's like sweating. Yeah. And this this lady is gonna like touches the priest's face and is about to like wipe it on her. She's about to her lick daughter's. her hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Hillary Swank's like, don't feed dead person's sweat to your daughter or granddaughter. Uh-huh. And the woman uh, calls Hillary Swank the devil. Yes. And Idris Elba is translating because he speaks Spanish a little bit. And Hilary Swank says, uh, just tell her that I don't believe in him either. Which is the first moment this movie has forgotten what has happened in the movie. Because Hilary Swank, you didn't talk about believing in anything until that sentence. Yeah. You haven't spoken to this woman. You certainly didn't say that you don't believe in something, Hilary Swank. You, you, you just... just what happened inside your head? Yeah, there's a different conversation happening that we none of us were privy to. Yes. Yeah, including uh, people in that scene. 
Yeah. And then she discovers it's like chemicals or some it's shit. Like Who cares? It's like a chemical leak and there's like always a rational scientific explanation for every single thing that's going on that could be perceived as a miracle. Fine. Yeah. And yeah, she, she gives this... So then we flash forward to her uh, Louisiana State. She's giving this uh, this lecture to her students, her very bored-looking students, talking about... and Where yeah. she monotones, like Ben Stein monotones. Yeah. This puts me at 48 miraculous occurrences I've investigated with 48 scientific explanations. And if that weren't enough to be like, I, I don't like this character, right beforehand, she begins what ends up being a series of really like racist throwaway lines yeah. about people who's like and you know these dumb desperate people in the third world they'll believe anything i feel like if the uh, movie had a like a secret point it was trying to make that was it because i kept writing down like all right what's the lesson we're trying to learn here i think it's that people in impoverished nations are dumb and everything that they think is dumb and that's why bad things happen yeah, because <laughs> like, ex- she says extremely. like something about like desperate and destitute, and they'll believe in anything. Like, uh, <laughs> hi, <laughs> is this movie aware of itself or <laughs> human beings? You know, okay. Uh, right on, right apparently, on. Chile like kicked this movie out of uh, of screenings because they went and saw it. They're like that one. That's not Chile. Those people aren't Chilean. Uh, this is clearly filmed in like. Central America, Chile's a very different place. Fuck this. Well, and, like, and the town it was supposed to be set in, I think was called, uh, it's not coming to mind, but basically the town it was supposed to be set in is actually like a town with multiple universities. And right, it's very highly educated It's like city. a definitely, like it's not a place where people would be like living in squalor and worshiping things that they find in the sewers. And so like the city itself was super offended and was trying to get this movie banned. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, man, that's super racist. So immediately after this uh, this lecture, they're like back in Hillary Swank's office, and she's meeting with Idris Elba, yeah. who we've like exposition learned used to be her assistant and is now like a colleague, I guess. But they have a very close relationship, and she gets a call that she's been dodging from this priest, and you know they still do not establish the relationship, mm-hmm. but the priest says. Every photo I have of you, your face is burnt. It happened right under my eyes. And rather than Hillary Swank, who says, what are you saying? Which I guess is a fair response, because it sounds like a priest, you've called her to tell her that you've burned her face out of a bunch of pictures. Every photo on fire that you could possibly find. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like a crazy ex-boyfriend. Yeah, uh, and that's and then that's it. She's like, great, cool, I'll see you later. I can't have this conversation. What conversation? Hangs up the phone. (laughs) Uh, and and then this just like country fried uh, handsome exposition man comes up to bring Hillary Swank into the plot of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, his whole pitch yeah. is basically that he lives in this small Bible Belt town that has a scandal taking place, which is like uh, things that could be perceived as you know the ten plagues of the apocalypse or some sort of thing like that, but. He needs her to come convince them that that is not what is happening. And so he, like, gets her, and she's like, why not contact the news? They could bring in all these scientists. And he's like, no, 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 we're the best-kept secret in the Bible Belt. Huh? And, uh, (laughs) because I guess they want to live their small-town lifestyle. 
Um, and I think the next thing we see is that <clears throat> we are is that we open on like a church in this little town that mm-hmm. has a sign out in front of it that says, "Our Lord's a gentle Lord." Dot dot dot. But don't push it. Yeah. Weird shit and, like that. Where I'm like, I guess the movie's kind of tongue in cheek, but is it? Because it's right. very earnest at every other turn. Early on, there is some really weird religious talk. They're driving up. They've yeah, they've driven from LSU to this this little town called Haven, uh, and the, they turn the radio on, and the radio is this like televangelist dude saying like Jesus is the beer in your fridge and the bullets in your gun, <laughs> which is like great. Uh, and like it's some of the early dialogue in this movie is I'm not gonna say it's good writing, but it's fun writing. Yeah, it seems like uh, a different movie where they're kind of like, get it? Because the South's kooky, and we're gonna have kooky Southern stuff. Yeah, uh, and then they're like walking through town. There's just these little things that I don't know if the movie intended to do or not, but I really enjoy. Uh, th- like they're just walking through this little town, and this uh, mother in a baby stroller approaches Idris Elba and Hilary Swank. And Idris Elba, this stranger from out of town, leans down into the baby in the baby stroller and, like, pets the baby's face (laughs) and then keeps walking. And it's not an important thing in the movie. It's just, like, a really crazy thing to do to a stranger. Yeah. I didn't understand. Like, we can get more into this. Idris Elba's character makes absolutely no sense to me. Because, no. as we'll get into, Hillary Swank is a skeptic, like the skeptic skeptic. Like her whole job is debunking religious anything. And she's got right. an answer for everything. And she'll monologue about it if you give her a tiny moment of, you know, like just a slight in. Meanwhile, Idris Elba is a staunch believer. And yeah, he's, he's like very pro-miracle. Looking, looking for signs everywhere. And I'm just like, so how did these two link up in terms of, I guess right. they knew each other from the... It doesn't show him from, like, her missionary life, right? So they didn't no. know each other back then. He He's went, her TA. Yeah. So he decided, like, this is probably the appropriate career choice for me. It's just, like, hitch my wagon to someone who wants to uh, disprove every core belief that I have. He's wearing a cross. And, He's, like... Yeah. And also have, like, a very weird... Very physically affectionate platonic relationship with her, which yeah. is like kind of sweet, but also very weird. Like, yeah, a lot of shirtless he, hugs and stuff. Just a like. lot of shirtless <laughs> hugs, a lot of wet kisses on the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at one point early on, he's like, "I can get out of the way if you want to go fuck that exposition dude." Uh, and she's like, "Ha ha ha! Get out of here!" Uh, but like, that's your coworker, Idris Elba. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. confusing, and like I don't not like age should matter in that kind of situation. But he reads as like a little older, but not that much older. Sort of like a peer, but he's got this sort yeah. of paternal vibe about him. And also, I don't, I just don't know what his relationship is. Like that TA relationship does not make sense. And also, the fact that a deeply religious man would be working for someone who hates everything he believes in is super confusing. And yes. yeah, just big old wet kisses. Uh, another important thing that we learn in that, that period of time as they're walking through the, the little small town is that this small town primarily, like its main economy is selling wind chimes made of sand struck by lightning. Yeah. I'll say that again. The yeah. economy of this town <laughs> yeah. is wind chimes made of 
uh, uh, sand struck by lightning that they're considering starting a website for. That's in the movie. Uh, and That's a 2007 it, it, sentence right there. When you're thinking about a website... Right. This is the economy is just about to crash. Right. Like we're we're just like flying high. People are taking out seventh mortgages and like we're making wind chimes out of sand. Uh, and then it didn't occur to me until like toward the end of the movie. This town is in the middle of the bayou. It is surrounded by trees yeah. and it is swampland. Where the fuck is sand and how is lightning striking it in this little town in the bayou? I I haven't spent a lot of time in the bayou. I've spent a time <laughs> it's around literally just uh, like yeah, it's one big murky puddle. It's just swamp. There's not <laughs> sand. No. There's certainly not sand that's at fucking lightning strike level. The amount of wind chimes in this movie and the meaning... It's all wind chimes. And the meaning that they seemingly attach to the wind chimes, which never is... There is no payoff with that, to my knowledge. I mean, there's there's lightning striking things eventually, but that's yeah. seemingly not a common occurrence in this town, so that makes no sense. It's an aggressive metaphor for nothing. For nothing. And, like, when she... When they first arrive, the, the guy who's wrangled them into to recruit them from the university. He informs Exposition Doug, I call him, because okay. that's what he does for most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't. He informs them there's no hotel, so he's going to put them up in his like old kind of like plantation-style mansion that he has. Um, it's a huge mansion. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he arranges sleeping con- situation for them to each. One of them gets the couch, and one of them gets like a cot in the living room, and there are like 20 wind chimes surrounding this area. It's super rude, and it's really unnecessary. <laughs> it's a palatial mansion. You, you have a pull-out couch? And one bed? Yeah. And like, oh, that that is not going to be fun when the wind starts blowing for your house guests, sir. Yeah. Not cool. I just love, yeah, I, I, we're just, we're going to, fucking Idris Elba can sleep on the couch. Yo, this is a fucking, like, antebellum mansion. Yeah. There's you like, must have rooms. There's like 20 bedrooms, I guarantee. <laughs> All of them furnished. It's an old style. Anyway, that guy. That guy. There's some other shit about that exact situation that we have to talk about later. Uh, but let's not spoil it for our listeners. <laughs> uh, so they go to the River of Blood. Because that's the thing they've queued up. It's like there's a River of Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sure there's a scientific explanation, Hillary Swank. But, like, people are freaked out because there's a River of Blood. Yep. Uh, and they go to the River of Blood, and it's covered in... Uh, it's like, yeah, it's a River of Blood. It's covered in fish. And the number one best line in this movie uh, is said about this exact situation, uh, which Exposition Doug rolls up on, the, I think, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, the fish weren't here before. And the sheriff's like, yeah, the fish bubbled up like farts in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. And, like... <laughs> What fucking movie is this? But, man, that's so good. Whoever wrote that had so much fun. I wish they had more fun with this movie. That kind of fun. I know. They really do. They want to kind of hit you with, like, the southern colloquialisms, weird weird shit like that, weird imagery, and then and then it just sort of stops short after about a half an hour and just gets only into spooky flashbacks. But, yeah, yes. it starts out kind of kind of charming and quirky. Yeah. And and so they're they're going through... This, 
like, you know, on a boat through this blood river, mm-hmm. taking measurements and whatnot. And let me tell you, uh, pond scum on blood is not a good look. Like, it's a it's a bad look. It's, it's pretty yucky. gross. It's very yucky. It's yucky. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they, they're, like, in the middle of the river, and maybe they run aground on something or whatnot. And Hillary Swank says, we need to walk. And uh, when they get into the boat, they're wearing regular person clothes. Uh, and it's an empty boat. They get into an empty boat. And then they step out of the boat, and they're both wearing head-to-toe waders. Yeah. They, they've just, like, apparated onto their bodies. Yeah. And, and then they're, like, wandering through the muck. Yeah. Hillary Swank decides to reach into a tree and grab a 12-year-old girl who just happens to be in the tree. And she gets a bunch of flashbacks to, like, her time in the Sudan. Uh, Idris Elba has a bunch of frogs fall on him. And and that's basically the scene. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. out of all the plagues, like, I've got beef with a few of these plagues. One of them mm-hmm. is just the existence of frogs. <laughs> right. Like, it's not, like... It's not harming, like, locusts. Locusts, I'm on board with. Locusts are harmful to your crops. It's terrifying to be surrounded by insects. I guess frogs are kind of scary, but in this scene, I would say not even a dozen frogs fall out of some trees and land in the river, and that's a wrap on that plague. That's the plague. The plague <laughs> is Idris Elba sees some frogs. Yeah, he sees some frogs, some inanimate frogs, mm-hmm. and then that is that, is that one. Um, yep. Also... Just one last frog detail. They have to send samples of, like, this possible blood off to a lab and overnight Mm -hmm. it, and it's far away, to determine whether or not it's blood. But then later, you see Idris Elba performing an autopsy on a frog and determining cause of death. So, the, like, lab equipment that they have and don't have, I can't think it's... like a super advanced thing to be able to look at a little slide under a microscope and be like, is it blood? Like blood, blood or not blood is, it, is not a hard yes, game. Yes, blood, no blood. <laughs> yeah, but he's God, I do full like... frog autopsy with like a bunch of equipment, <laughs> and he's and he's he seems to know what he's doing. I don't know what kind of science he normally does when he is a TA for Hillary Swank, but this guy mm-hmm. is up in a, he, up in the mix. He also has. Like, he is an absolute factotum. He can do anything. They get attacked by a cow, and there's dying cows in the next scene. And fucking Idris Elba just whips out his cow stethoscope and starts listening to these dying cows. Yeah. Why? He's also He's, he's a miracle disprover or prover. Why does he have a stethoscope on him? I don't know. Why does anyone know anything about cows, too? I remember, like, at one point, she, like, leans over and, like, pulls up the skin of a cow. Like, the cow has, like, baggy skin because it's all dehydrated. That's mm-hmm. how you know it's dehydrated because its skin's all baggy. And she's playing with its skin. She goes, oh, cows need to drink 20 gallons of water a day. How many gallons have they been drinking? Did it come from the river? Like, where are these Rain Man facts coming from? And what is your normal job? Is it debunking miracles? Or are you just, like, a, a garden variety biologist? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's just. Did you know that science is just one thing? So yeah, you learn you learn it all <laughs> in school, and then you have it. Uh, there's, I don't remember when we learned this thing, but there's a technology that's introduced in this movie that does not exist in real life, as far as I can tell, which is walkie-talkie cell phones. Uh, yeah, it's like a flip phone <laughs> walkie-talkie. It's just all the Hillary's saying have flip phones that also have side buttons that are walkie-talkies. Like Michelle, are those a thing? Those have, are have you not a thing. Those are hundred percent not a thing. 
And they're also not necessary for this movie. Like, they, they serve basically no plot purpose. Uh, 2007 can... was a time of flip phones, right? Like, I think that's when yeah. those were still... So do you think that, like, someone just said regular t- walkie-talkies but make it modern? And they're also really teeny tiny. Um, yes. Do you remember, it was like an SNL sketch where it's all about, like, People in a Besides different... the cell phone? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. yeah, Will Ferrell pulls out his teeny tiny phone that's like the size of a thumb drive and opens mm-hmm. up the little antenna. It's kind of that, but... It is. Yeah. It is. I liked it. That was whimsical, without meaning to be yeah. whimsical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so they're uh, they're driving away from the, you know, the, the Blood River, and their car is skewered by an angry bull, Uh which is like kind of a scary scene. Like it's it's the first thing that you've gotten that like yeah. approximates what's supposed to happen in a horror movie. There's some uh, jump scares, but they're all pretty lackluster up to this point. Right. It's like oh, it's a frog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this case, like it is a big sharp thing that's like impaled a car. That's like yeah, we're kind of now a- approaching horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like somebody kills the the bull, and there's like a bunch of dying bulls and dying cows, and like that's very sad. Boo hoo. Uh, and then one of the best moments of the movie happens when they hook the cow up to a tractor and <laughs> they slowly pull a bull away, away on screen. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It it's is. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, um, Yeah. So, so, please. Oh, yeah. And then frog surgery happens. Uh, and then Hilary Swank is, I believe, alone in her room later that night. Is that what happens next? Uh, well, there's a couple important things that happen. Well, one is that Hilary Swank gives this bananas ahistorical monologue about why the Egypt, why the like Exodus plagues. Oh yeah, she's got an answer for everything. That are also like, I like that monologue. I think it's one of the only things in the movie that lands. In the context of the movie, yeah. it is bananas bad history. Like, the the stuff that she talks about is, like, wildly out of order and doesn't track and isn't scientific. Yeah. But, like, for a person that decided to, like, sit down and write a, a couple sentences to explain yeah, it's like, in, like, sciencey terms mm-hmm. the exodus. Like, she says something like works. algae bloom and then all the frogs that were being... Frog eggs that were being eaten by the fish are suddenly not being eaten by the fish, so there's frog proliferation, blah, blah, blah. And I tuned it out at that point, but I was like, all right, some work is being done here. Yeah. And then there were plagues, which, like, I, not really then, but fine, sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, and yeah, that's when the frog autopsy happens. Uh, <laughs> but there is some important other things to talk about with the frog autopsy, which is that Idris Elba is shirtless for the frog autopsy. Yeah. He is, like, he's, he's stripped to the buff, listening to some music on his earbuds, just cutting a frog in half. Just, and just pulling th- stuff out of a frog's torso. Torso? Yeah, Do you call it a torso when it's a frog? I no. think the frog has a torso. It's just like one torso. It's just one. There's not an upper half or a lower half. It's just a tor- It's just torso. Thorax, abdomen. Maybe it's a, it's a frog thorax? <laughs> it's a frog thorax, right. <laughs> when is something a thorax? I think it has to be an insect or like a bug to have a thorax, right? You can't have a man thorax. You can't have a man thorax? Is this my thorax? Is this my thorax? I think it's my hardened carapace. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to have a hardened carapace to have a thorax. I don't think you can have a soft thorax. Within the context of this movie, Idris Elba tells a story about getting shot twice with a shotgun right in his thorax. Yes. 
Yeah, he has, what, 12 bullet wounds in his body? Okay, no, 12. From okay. when he was a young gangster? Yes. This also, this movie's fun in that it's incredibly racist. I know. I like, was just like, the only <laughs> black character, of course, had to come from the mean streets and get shot a million times? Are you, okay. Not the only black character, Michelle. The other black character murders Hillary Swank's husband and daughter. Jesus, that was rough. That was so bad. Right after she says, oh, killing that goat's not going to bring your crops back. And like White explains uh, to a tribal person what they shouldn't be doing. And then he goes crazy and murders her family. So that's fun. It does yeah. a really good job uh, of punishing missionaries, but also making them smarter than everybody. Yep. And uh, so then Hillary Swank uh, goes wandering through. Like I guess she wakes up in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, she does. And and she's wearing this, like, long white dress to sleep. And I've never been a woman, but it seems like a weird thing to sleep in. But you want uh, is layers. You want many layers on a hot Louisiana layers. night. You want to be covered in many layers of billowing cotton. And also, like, a fitted dress. Like it's not a it's not a night shirt. Like it's a fitted. It's got it's like a tight in the torso and then flowing dress bottom. Yeah. And it's also like I want to understand her packing decisions because all she knows about this trip is that she's going to investigate a river of blood. She's like, well, what I got to do is pack my long white dress. But nary a flashlight, nary a flashlight <laughs> on this trip. This woman is barefoot gallivanting off into the swamp, into the swamp. <laughs> In pure darkness, not even the light of the wicked moon to get her through this tangle of moss and willow trees. And then she stumbles across the exposition hunk in the dark, just doing dark stuff, like doing yeah, just talking to nobody. mechanical things in the middle of nowhere. He's like, oh, something, something, the fuse box. Like, excuse me, is your fuse box located in the river? Yeah. And, uh, and then they walk back. He gives uh, her a drink of something sinister from a bottle, and then they walk back to the house. They walk back talking about their dead spouses. Yep. And then they fuck on screen. And then it's uh, just a hard cut. To it's just, just like it's just hard close, cut close to like this weird, human skin. very damp people. Uh, and uh, and you know, like then there's a whole thing of like, is it a dream? Was it not a dream? Yeah. Uh, but. Let's let's spend time on in the like assume it's not a dream. Uh, yeah. Idris Elba's right there also, right? Like, yeah. He's, I mean, he's there's on not a even couch. a wall between them. Yeah, he's, he's on a couch in the adjoining room downstairs. He put them both essentially in the living room. So, to my <laughs> understanding, they are loudly and aggressively just fucking in front of her coworker. Yeah, who's. I mean, as far as we can tell, down with it. He's very handsy That's and very true. sensual. Then a hand just appears and he's palming both their faces. <laughs> <laughs> but like in a protective paternal way. <laughs> Shirtless also. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, that sex scene. Mm -hmm. And then she wakes up the next day and cracks a blood egg into a skillet. And then suddenly a little girl appears. I say blood egg. I don't understand. An egg turns to blood. It's never explained. There's a lot of stuff right, like that's that. That's not a plague, right? That's just a thing that happens. Blood egg. Uh, and, 
and then the yeah, the blood egg, and then the tea gets hot too fast. It's like this is nothing. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah, the kettle's whistling, and then a little girl standing outside, and she chases after her. Chases after her, and then and then the little girl's got period blood running down her leg. They're back at the house, mm-hmm. and and we watch in this horror movie while Hillary Swank explains periods to a little girl, yeah. uh, which is like. I wasn't watching a ton of horror movies in the late 90s through the 2000s. Was that a thing? Was that a trend in horror? Was that like, we got to have the period conversation in this one too? Or like, is that, it just, it seems, I'm not opposed to menstruation conversation. Uh, It just feels like a weird thing to have happen in your movie. Well, okay, I will say in the movie's defense, the whole point is that that kids... Kids that reach puberty have to have a certain thing happen to them, and that thing is going to be bad. <laughs> right. So right, it's right. contingent that's, upon the fact that she has become a woman that this thing is going to happen to her. That's um, true. That's true. But uh, but also and, she just and, breaks and enters into this kid's house, and then is surprised that there's like an unfriendly kid and an also deeply unfriendly mom. The yeah, the unfriendly mom who has. Really is like the one of the key moments from the trailer that got us to watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, Are you going which, to murder my daughter? No. Yeah, you're here to kill my baby girl. Yeah, baby girl. No. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, the the whole thing is very confusing because then the blonde girl's mom is suddenly also very mad at Hillary Swank. She like cries about how terrible her daughter is yes. and how her daughter needs to die. And then the daughter, like, comes back in the room and the mom is just, like, is very angry at Hillary Swank. Yep. And and then they, like, Hillary Swank runs away. and Hillary Swank ex- asks yeah. what happened to the brother because their brother, mm, the brother, the brother died. died. That was an important part of the And she asks what happened. And when she asks that question, the little blonde girl, like, attacks her mom and starts screeching. And then Hillary Swank leaves. Right, right. So yes, we're left correct. to wonder what's going on with that shit. Yeah, and then Hillary Swank comes into town, and and like I think uh, Exposition Hunk has taken her into the school. It was like you have to see this; it's terrible, and like and the town is in a tizzy. The town's losing its mind mm-hmm. because the children have lice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, was not aware these that stakes this are was all a out of order here. Like <laughs> you had the river of blood. Lice feels like feels like an upgrade. Like that's that's return to normalcy. Just children have lice. I mean, it's a thing that happens in every school, virtually ever, and church yeah. and town. It's kids are kids are gonna give each other some lice. Lice, by the way, is not what's in the the Bible. I believe it's gnats, and that they interpreted huh. it as lice. As lice. So it was probably like because yeah, there's a lot of insects. There's like flies. There's locusts. There's frogs up in the mix, and then they, I think there's like. There might be an insect if they have their thorax. Yeah, uh, <laughs> anything with a thorax is definitely mm-hmm. in in the list of plagues. But yeah, they they interpreted it as head lice, and then all these kids have to have their heads buzzed. Yeah, just weeping, weeping, having their heads buzzed all in the same room. Like they've brought all of these children together to one room yep. to buzz their heads. Yeah, like. You don't have to deal with lice that way. You that, don't have to deal with lice in this dramatic of a way. I mean, it's head lice. It's just yeah. head lice. It's just, it's just lice. It's just lice. You have a river of blood next door. Yeah. This, this feels fine. 
Um, I believe there was a boy murder at one point. That seems to be the, <laughs> <laughs> the impetus for this entire investigation. And they're tripping on a couple itchy Lies. scalps. <laughs> like My the trailer, you gotta bugs. watch the trailer because the trailer is the best. It's like all the ones that you know, you know the hits, and it's like blood turns to water turns to blood, like hail and fire, locusts, and then really quick, you almost blink and you miss it, lice. And I had to freeze it. I tried like six times to freeze it right on that spot because it just. I mean, sorry, Bible, that one's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, cheap fucking adaptation of the yeah, Bible. Yeah, weird interpretation of what <laughs> that means. I mean, maybe gnats. Maybe gnats were meant to be itchy in the context of I'm not um, a learned lady when it comes to uh, Bible things, but that doesn't seem like that would be written into how to deal with pharaohs. Make yeah. them itchy. So... The the townspeople are so angry about the lice. They're like, we have to go talk to the mayor about the lice. Uh, <laughs> which is it's, great. It's, like a, it's a real, like, Pawnee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Town hall meeting and, kind of vibe. And you get another one of the best scenes in the movie. As they're going from the lice room to the mayor's room, uh, you, you get a, a flash of people just, like, hauling cows into a flaming pit just like tractors pushing dead cow bodies into a flaming pit and it's supposed to be horrifying but man it is some of the best most enjoyable shit on screen in this movie and then a little boy just makes deep uninterrupted eye contact with hillary swank as he stands next to a burning hole of cows (laughs) a little boy removes his face mask that's guarding his mouth from the cow smoke to make eye contact uh, not needing his mouth yeah. with Hillary Swank, uh, <laughs> and uh, and then they go into the mayor's office. They do, and and everybody in the city hall. I guess I don't really know what that room is supposed to be. Uh, bureaucrats and the mayor are covered in boils. It's nice. It's very nice. Really? Uh, yeah. That one's the grossest yeah. one by far. It is the grossest one. It's also the most that this movie is willing. To put something gross on screen. Yeah, because even the frogs, they give you, they pepper them in. And, like, I can see a lot of frogs being gnarly. They give you, like, one plate of flies. They really aren't willing to give you anything that's too graphic or uh, gratuitous. Yeah, I mean, until you hit the locusts. uh, Until the locusts. But even then, you, you don't see the death really happen. It's more just sort of a swarm, and then people are presumed right. dead. I've never seen an R-rated horror movie have so much death happen off screen. This was R-rated? Is is it R? I thought it was R-rated. Is it not? Is it PG-13? Oh, I don't know. It's just like I don't even remember any swears. I seriously can't remember. R, I, rated I, R for violence, disturbing images, and some sexuality. I don't even remember it, a single fuck this, in terms of. This is like almost PG. Like yeah, this is seriously, it feels like watching The Mummy or something. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a lot of, like, you don't really, you never see blood except the river of blood, but I would wager that that doesn't count. Oh, uh, you see there's, you see one stabby, stabby moment. There's, yeah, there's fast flowing blood. Uh, but you But you have, like, a woman, the little blonde girl's mom shoots herself in the face, but they, like, turn the camera away. That's off screen, yeah, you don't even it's see her screen. kill herself. So, yeah, like, basically, the only violence that I remember seeing on screen is that locusts go into people's mouths and they seemingly suffocate. Yeah. Uh, Very tame. 
It is very tame. By 2000 and, standards, too. Like, 2007? Yeah. Hot yeah. on the heels and, of, like, slasher flick uh, frenzy? Like, all the right. movies of my middle school childhood? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's really what I expected this to be. Uh, I, like, steeled myself for it. I have a hard time with gore, but I was like, I'm going to do this because it seems like a really bad movie and a good movie for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it is it is a bad movie. It's a good movie for this podcast, but it's not the least bit gory. No. Uh, it does have uh, some inexplicable death. Uh, the the best one of which is the way that the priest dies. Uh, oh, that's yeah. What we get, that's what we get next. Is yeah. The, and we have to circle back to it because we, we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves of how much fun unpacking the priest thing is but like he's looking at the photos of hillary swank mm-hmm. they the photos burst into flames then suddenly the room is burst into flames yes and the priest friend burns to death off screen and uh yeah that's that's how you see him die he does. but you don't see him die yep. you see him pounding on a door and then he's dead mm-hmm. uh and and then hillary swank goes to investigate the the dead boy's body next right isn't that the next thing right Okay, yes. so this this is my favorite. The boy mummy. I'm going to refer to him <laughs> as boy mummy. He's a boy mummy, yeah. They they say that, like, oh, like, his body is more, like, desiccated than it should be after only two or three days of being dead. And then the body that they show you is 100% out of the Thriller music video. It's, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's, like, blue-tinted. Like, it's <laughs> it's definitely made of plaster. And it's this, like, bulgy-eyed, mouth-agape, like, cartoon mummy boy. Boy mummy. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's a plot point. It also has, like, a sickle engraved on its back, and that's supposed to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Right, the sickle's everywhere in this movie. It's like just it's everywhere. in the little girl's house. It's like it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and the, and so this movie has is like taken you at this point from Hillary Swank has to go save this little girl who the town wants to kill to like basically after the oh right 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 before the priest dies. Immediately before the priest dies, yes, he, he calls up Hillary all. Swank. This is important. This is the day of sex rocket. Calls up Hillary Swank. And he's like, listen, there's this cult. There's this devil cult mm-hmm. where the firstborn child... It's this, the, this mark that you're seeing, the sickle thing. The, there's a devil cult where the firstborn child is cool and all the other kids get killed. and Except for someday there'll be a secondborn child who's the devil. Yes. And there's going to be a firstborn child, an angel, who kills the devil. Because they and say that's... only a servant of God can kill his angel. Only a servant of God can kill his angel. Yeah. And, Apparently uh, that's Hillary Swank. That's Hillary Swank. Uh, and this little blonde girl's the devil. Because uh, the... Oh, right. It's like, but Hillary Swank asks, like, so why is she able to do all of these, like, these things that God did in Exodus? Mm-hmm. And he gives this explanation of, like, sometimes the devil does stuff that God likes... To fuck with people, <laughs> it's, it's I could not figure confusing. out what this movie's relationship to the God, to God was. Like, is God putting plagues upon people to prove a point? Is the devil impersonating God and doing crazy devil shit? Who's trying to win? Who's supposed to lose? I don't know. Totally unclear. Totally unclear. No idea. And 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 yeah. And then the uh, priest burns to death. Uh, and so this movie has at this stage basically taken us from 
you gotta save this little girl. Yeah. To you have to murder this little girl at this point. Yeah, because she is now uh, the devil. I in she's the context the devil. of this movie. She's causing these plagues. Yes. And then and locusts so come, I think, at this point, right? Yeah, so Hillary Swank grabs this like ceremonial knife off of the there's like a, a torture like a, a torture she chamber finds, like, in the basement. Altar that's like a sacrificial yeah. altar and Yeah. And so he grabs this knife uh, and is gonna murder this little girl. <clears throat> and then the little girl summons the really the first true horror movie thing in this movie, which is just a bajillion locusts. I will say, for it being like a like twenty years ago, that that was a pretty good effect. Yeah, that's song. That's song. The locusts like, are the best thing they do. Yeah, two thousand seven CGI was doing a pretty good job. Um, yeah, I and like all of these townspeople have come to shoot this little girl, and the little girl summons locusts to stop them. And I'm like, okay, well that's sort of interesting. And then she has the locusts, like, swarm all the townspeople to kill them. Yeah. And she does. But I'm left wondering, how? Because all you see is the locusts just, like, cover the men. Yeah. Are they just going in their mouths and making them unable to breathe? Because locusts aren't especially violent. They're not poisonous. No. They eat your crops. Like, that's the way they're scaring the Bible is they eat the crops. And then you can't eat. And that's a problem. They will eventually starve much later. But... Yeah. Yeah, I think but, that they just go inside their bodies. Or it's they just like, I have, I have too many locusts. I've exceeded my locust quotient. Yeah. Yeah, it's just suddenly you have, you've had too many locusts on your body, so you're dead now. Yeah, you fall down. Uh, you fall, you fall you down. You fall too many locusts, over, dead. and now you, yeah, they go deep inside your thorax. You are dead. Dead, gone, dead, gone, dead. Yep, yep, yep. And, and Idris Elba runs away from the locusts into a crypt. Mm-hmm. And he sees a bunch of dead kids. It's just like dead murder kids, kids everywhere. Some of them they are hanging from the ceiling. There's also skulls that have with dates, dates engraved, them? which it's like in pick, like Sharpie. Yeah, like pick a lane. These ones are just hanging there all willy nilly. These ones were definitely like taken apart and labeled. I just I don't know what the process is. Yeah, uh, and and then Hillary Swank's like, okay, well I definitely have to kill this little girl now, and she trusts me. We have no evidence of that. But Hillary Swank <laughs> yeah, is very convinced true. this little girl trusts <laughs> Well, her. she'd explained period, so they're on a, they're like, on a different I mean, that's, level now. There's a connection. Maternal there's level. a connection. Uh, and then Idris Elba, yet again, another k- main character killed off screen very suddenly. Yeah, you don't uh, see him die. You just hear him yell into the, the flip phone walkie-talkie. Yes. And which I guess is why they have the walkie-talkie flip phones is that like they need the walkie-talkie. But then again, you could just have a cell phone, uh, yeah. or you could just have a walkie-talkie. Like yeah. you, anyway. I know. Uh, I know. Just random technology. Just throw some more thing, technology yeah. at the technology. Thanks, Q from James Bond. <laughs> uh, and so Hillary Swank goes out to like murder stab this little girl, and the little girl goes to like the plague of darkness, which is an Exodus thing. And then it's all black. Yeah. And I'm expecting that to be kind of scary because, like, an all black thing is pretty scary. Uh huh. And you get all black for, like, uh, 45 seconds, a minute, and then we get fire from the sky. Mm hmm. And, like, I'm gonna be honest, I think those do sort of, they're, either of those are scarier without the other one, right? Yeah. Like, darkness. Just you gotta live in the darkness for a little bit. It's like somebody slowly dimmed the lights down and then turned on a, a light that doesn't 
hurt Hillary Swank. It's just like, ah, something's on fire now. But, like, not near her. There's so much CGI suddenly happening. Like, they saved it all for the last 15 minutes of the movie, and then they blew their whole budget at once. Then, Then the movie gets so good. Would you like the honors? Well, first, we can share the honors, because the first thing that happens is that she goes to stab this little girl, and right as she starts to do it, the little girl gets this peaceful look, like, crosses over her face, and she says, I'm so lucky. Why? Because, silly, God gave me you. And it's a callback to earlier in the movie when Hilary Swank is having a vision of her missionary time in Sudan and her little, and she says that to her daughter, whatever. Um... But, I mean, the whole time, the whole reason this little girl was creepy is because she was spooky and not speaking. And then once she talks, you're like, ugh, child acting. It's rough. (laughs) It's rough. It is is rough. Okay, so then fire starts raining down out of the sky. And then she doesn't stab the little girl. And then then Exposition Man appears. Exposition Hunk appears to tell her everything that's happened without cause is like, actually... Yeah, we're a devil-worshipping group, and she's, like, we have to kill her. And you, Hillary Swank, you have to kill her. Yeah. Not clear why. Why? Why? She is the most random-ass person you could possibly bring into this tiny Louisiana town. This guy got a, a wild hair. He saw a woman maybe, like, lecture once in a class or heard about her on the news and decided that for some reason, because she had a past of being a missionary, that she needed to come and do the honors. It is so unclear why she's the person. And so, yeah, we get this flashback. The little girl gives flashbacks to, uh, I almost called her Sandra Bullock, because this is a very Sandra Bullock role that Hillary (laughs) Swank has given. Yeah, that's true. It really is. And uh, it gives uh, this, like, flashback to Hillary Swank sees the little girl, like, the townspeople try to murder her and the brother go after her and she, like, like magic kills the brother. And you get that good, the brother turning from, like, regular person to mummy person. Instantly turns into boy mummy. It's so good. Pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, oh, okay, all the townspeople are bad. They're all Satan people. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and the fucking exposition hunk is still like, no, you have to murder her. You don't understand. And then the little girl brings fire down from the sky. And suddenly the whole town is assembled there. And with these giant <laughs> balls of fire, she just, she just murders the whole town. She it's just burns only, the whole town to the it's ground. It's only child Armageddon. And everyone who doesn't have a sibling or is the eldest sibling is dire, dying in a fiery cataclysm. It's a... Uh, it's quite the moment. Meanwhile, this guy is insisting that Hillary Swank has to murder the little girl, and she passes him the dagger, tosses it to him, and says, you have to do it, which is a pretty risky move, considering <laughs> all she just did to try to save this tiny girl's life. And then she's like, you won't do it, because you couldn't do it, so I know you're not going to do it. And then I think they both get beamed up, right? At this point? Yeah. It's like a beam yeah. me up, Scotty, except it's like a big fiery tornado of lightning and he grabs her and they both get sucked up into it and then after a little while his face turns into a blackened like ghost face and he drops her on the ground and she lives and he gets sucked into the sky and everything's on fire and then it's not right yep yep uh it has the real feel of like everyone did a good job um 
like budgeting for a whole fiscal year, but then you realize there was a surplus right at the end, and you're like, fuck, if I don't spend it, like next year's gonna be slim picking, so I guess I have to go buy a Lexus now. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like grab all of the money you can on the way out the bank. Uh, there, sorry, and then so everybody's dead. She's burned the entire uh, fucking town to the ground. Yeah, and they're driving back, and he's, she's adopted this little girl, and uh, and then she gets this like wild hair in her brain. She remembers the thing that the uh, fucking uh, the priest said that. There's going to be like a second, uh, one second born, second child, who's going to be the spawn of the devil. And, and only the, the angel can kill the child. And then she's like, oh, well, I had sex with this. Oh, because the little girl knows that there's a baby inside. She says, like, Hillary what Swank. about him? He's, what, about what are we going to do about him? He's in there. Right. Yeah. And then Hillary Swank's like, oh, shit. Exposition hunk put a baby inside me in my dream sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or that's possible real sex? Unclear? Or possible real sex. Uh, although I still think Idris Elba would have noticed. Uh, <laughs> but also maybe he facilitated. He seemed pretty on board. It's true. It's true. He was trying to hook them up. Yeah. Uh, so he just like put in his headphones, roll over. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, so she, So that's the end of the movie. And there's a, lo- there's a lot of questions. But there's one really important question that needs to be answered. <laughs> Which is, what the fuck was up with the priest? Because... Yeah. So the priest has pictures of Hillary Swank's face light spontaneously on fire. Uh-huh. And, and then the priest is burned alive. Yep. And the priest also sees a plague of locusts at one point. Uh, sees like oh, an angel yeah, exploding yeah, yeah. to locusts. He has a vision of all the locusts. Yeah. 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 Uh, but let's go back to, he, see, he is burned alive by something. Mm-hmm. And my question to you, Michelle, is <laughs> by who? By, by who did the burning alive? <laughs> Who's responsible for that? Yeah, okay. Because what's going on with what, the, what is this movie's opinion on God? And what is this movie's opinion on Satan? And who's in charge? Who's driving the bus? Right. The whole time you're like, is it God? Is it Satan? Is it God? Is it Satan? And then you learn, it is God. It is God because the, the little girl has the God <laughs> and she killed the Satan. So, so there's two options. So, One yeah. is that this little fucking girl <laughs> murdered a priest that she doesn't know and also gave the priest a bunch of weird, crazy ideas by burning Hillary Swank's face on a bunch of pictures in the priest's office and then burning them up to murder this priest uh-huh. who just sent Hillary Swank to save this girl. Or... The devil has a special power, and his only interest is in killing this priest. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this movie cannot make up its mind. I don't... I don't know. And now she has a Satan baby inside of her, right? This is 100% a Satan baby? Yes. Okay. So she is a Satan baby. Satan is... Satan's got one in the win column now, I think. Future win. Future win. I think so, but I mean, here's the thing: it's 2007. There's if you think you've got a Satan baby that was put into you by a, uh, you know what? 
Yeah, this is not it's a foregone conclusion that she's going yeah, to birth a Satan baby. Yeah, I don't think you got to take that to term. I don't think you got to take it to term is all I'm saying. No, no. Uh, it's it's She's been impregnated, I would say, less than 48 hours to that revelation. So I think she's in the clear. But like... Oh, yeah. I like... I just... Uh, the Satan baby moment was pretty funny because, like, it's it's a twist at the end, and I was wondering if it was a twist to like leave the room open for a sequel because they spent a lot of money on this movie. They spent forty million bucks on this movie. I bet they were like, and many happy returns, right? And then mm-hmm. more, more. <laughs> you guys want a second plague? The Reaping Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> what I, I mean, the Reaping, it has to be the Reapening, right? The like reapening. that's the, <laughs> the only move. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what is? I had hopes for this movie not being as shitty as it was, and then in the end, it really brings the heat. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a troubling movie. It does do uh, it. Um. It kind of, I mean, it sort of failed as it flopped, I guess. I mean, it made $25 million right after it got released in the U.S. But then, you know, international gross, the international market, DVD sales at this time really brought home the bacon because it still made money. It made like $62 million overall. So it's not even like a, a failure in the eyes of uh, those producers. They did their thing. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, it's, I... It bothers me as a movie, but I can see how it would have an audience, I guess. Like, it's kind of a Christian horror movie. Like, it wouldn't shock me if there was, like, church trips for this. Like, it's it's pretty biblical. It seems like one of those things where you either like this type of movie or you don't. You either are in for the, like... I mean, it definitely got really shitty critical reviews, most of which I couldn't even find because they were dead links, which I thought was kind of funny. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like banking on getting that Rosemary's Baby Exorcist audience, and then it just does a whole different thing where it, like, does a big-budget explosion Satan's in charge moment. I guess it's fun. It's kind of... It's really cheesy, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's the same brand of bad movie that I thought it was based on the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's the trailer sets it up to be absolutely batshit crazy. And the real movie is like 80% very boring. Yeah. 20% s- batshit crazy in that, in that chronological order. Yeah. Oh, definitely in that chronological order. It it really it's back ends its action and it's crazy for sure. Hillary Swank's not that shitty in it. She's fine. She's, she's fine. Kind of she's okay in it. She's, she's doing what she can. Working with a pretty bad script and Idris Elba, I feel like needed more on screen time because who doesn't love some Idris? His mustache yeah. needed more on screen time. He's he's marvelous. Uh, Hillary, I feel like the movie doesn't do a good enough job acknowledging what a shit person Hillary Swank's character is. Uh, that's like my that's my main thing. You know, Hillary Swank brings it, but like you're supposed to root for this person who is who's not. She's a bad person, and yeah, I don't like her. Shitty. She's just yeah, she's shitty, and she. I don't know. I mean, she makes it out alive, but 
She let's just say this. She was willing to hand a dagger to an evil man and say, "You do it. You kill this. You murder and this child." And that's the climactic move, mo- moment of the movie. And then she's like, "Ha! You can't, can you?" I mean, but she was gonna let in though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not yeah. great. No. Uh, I yeah, she's. I mean. It's mostly the deeply dismissive attitude she takes toward the everybody else in the world. Ugh. Yeah, uh, that whole scene where she's like, I mean, what's the what's the deal? She goes to Sudan, and then they have a year of drought that coincides with her doing her missionary work. Everyone in the town loses their minds and says that it's like her family's brought the drought upon them and ritualistically murders them, which is shitty plot detail that no one needed. Yeah, I mean, it's a war-torn area. It could have just been, you know, a freak thing, but of course, it had to be. Brown people did it, and then, uh, and then she has a few throwaway shitty lines where she condescends to some people trying to do what they can to not starve to death, and then a really scary guy with a painted face murders her family in cold blood, and that's like the the backstory villain, and it's like one of the more racist things I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah, and we and we do this show every two weeks, and every two weeks there's something, but this this is up there. Yeah, this is up there. yeah. Who watched that movie? Like that guy had to get out of his trailer, get his makeup done, and show up to work to be so that brutal. character. So brutal. It's so fucking shitty for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that part sucked, and it really paints a pretty damning picture of who she is as a person. And um, I mean, I don't know. She's the only one that doesn't die, and it's a bummer. Little kid, though. Yeah. Little kid was bringing the heat. What's her name? Lauren? Yeah, she yeah. She deserved little, to live. blonde girl. Yeah, yeah. she's... That She's... actress's name is... Let's find it. Anna Sophia Robb, which just sounds like somebody made up a name on the spot. <laughs> she, uh... Okay, do you think that she gets to carry on her, like, plague-conjuring skills after this? Is there a reason that they went away? Or does she get to just be like, locus, 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 locus? Oh, I mean, she should have those skills still. Like, why I mean, not, can, right? She can sense that there's a baby inside of Hillary Swank. She's still, like, a supernatural being, and she can do supernatural stuff, like cure her own stab wound on the spot. So, yeah, this kid is secretly what the movie's about, but yes, doesn't really get her time in the sun. Although the actress has gone on to do quite... I mean, she's, she's Carrie in the Carrie Diaries. Oh, well, there you go. Violet Beauregard and the the creepy ass Johnny Depp Charlene Chocolate Factory. She's, <laughs> oh, she's going funny. places. Uh, so there's some pretty good parental guide. There's oh, some very good plot yeah. keywords. Uh, so as usual, sex and nudity is is the best of the parental guide. And there's some <laughs> other stuff that I'll I'll give you, but sex and nudity, the first one, mm. uh, it's mild. Four out of eight found this mild. A woman remembers having sex with a man. No breasts, buttocks, or genitals. Sexual moaning and breathing are heard throughout. We later see a flashback of the same scene. Extra thrusting on his part is briefly visible, but nothing (laughs) else is seen the first time uh, time we saw the memory. Uh, That could also be used to describe the room. (laughs) you know what no it couldn't no it couldn't because you have to see his ass so much i take it so much yes uh there's 
The violence and gore. I mean, this is a, it's a it's got a really good summary of all the shit that happens in here. Uh-huh. It's assessed as moderate, which I think by uh, I guess by parental guide standards it's moderate. Uh, there are some very good descriptions within violence and gore. Ooh. Uh, let's let's find them. <laughs> a woman finds a man lying dead on the ground. He has blood on his nose. <laughs> Many. <laughs> Many dead frogs fall from the sky. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's one that's one section. They're broken out into different lines. This is one line. A dead bull is dragged away by a tractor. Many people are struck by flaming bolts and they float upward into columns of flames and then there's a large explosion. There's <laughs> uh, really, run- yeah, the whole laundry list. Yes. The yes. dead bull uh, made the list out of all The things. dead bull made the list of it for that scene, I guess. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, a man dissects a frog. We see the frog in its chest cavity, splayed open, and internal organs visible. Uh, yes. Someone shoves a truck. It nearly drives off the road. It nearly overturns. We see a gunshot and see a bull dead on the ground. Many bullet wounds are evident. Uh, and with a horn stuck to the front door. Someone shoves a truck. Shoves a truck? Was that <laughs> human on truck violence just being I described? G- <laughs> I guess. I guess. I for sure don't remember a truck being shoved. Uh, we uh, uh, we see children's heads being shaved, and we see lice skittering around on their scalp. This is in violence and gore. <laughs> Excuse me. A, a man talks about his wife dying of cancer. This is in violence and gore. <laughs> he alludes to his wife dying of cancer. <laughs> oh man. Uh oh god, where's there's a uh oh god, where is it? Oh no! So uh, there's, there's in violence and gore. I can't find it. There's a description of the little boy drawing a picture, uh, which oh, is oh yeah, yep. Uh, alcohol and drugs and smoking. A man and woman drink moonshine and pinkle, pinkle, pinkle drink beer. Uh-huh. Pinkle drink beer, Michelle. <laughs> uh, they do. They drink the beer. They drink the moonshine. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. Uh, a guess as to the first plot keyword of this movie. You're okay. not going to get it. Okay, uh, I, I can say with 100% confidence that it is not panties, because for once, those were not present. Um, I'm going to say, like... I'm going to give you this. It starts with B. Okay. A plot p- keyword that starts for, with, is it bugs? For the horror movie The Reaping. Is it which? Bugs? Uh, bugs? No. It is belly button. <laughs> Take what you can get, I guess. <laughs> I do remember the belly button scene, so it's yeah. that that's the only hint mm-hmm. at sex that they were able to include in this apparently <laughs> R-rated movie. Just a close-up on her sweaty belly. Yeah, that is such a weird sex scene. So weird. Uh, just a couple steamy people rolling around by candlelight, but yeah. you really just get flashes, and, and then the scene is gone as quickly as it came. For a podcast like defined by the most inexplicable sex scenes, that might be the most inexplicable one we've had. Yeah, because still unclear if it... I mean, I guess it happened, because she is with child. But it was full yeah. fever dream sex scene that I want to say lasted 20 seconds. Something like it, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give you some some plot keywords after belly button that are, are here to describe uh, as plot keywords to help somebody find this movie, The Reaping. Perfect. Uh, woman wears a gas mask. Can't wait. 
<laughs> latex gloves. Uh huh. Lifting someone into the air. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> reference These are the, the old... top rated ones. These are the first uh, ones. They're the first ones I get. Uh, I'm jumping around a little bit, but I'm still I'm reading yeah, down. Yeah, it's top of the list. Uh, deception. Um. Sh- sure. Human bone collection. Child skeleton. Barefoot girl. Riding in the back of a pickup truck. Not hiding in a, a crypt. Thing that happens. <laughs> pump action shotgun. Uh, spontaneous combustion. Trapped in a burning building. Uh, cremating an animal carcass. Cremation pit. Cross pendant. Honing a machete. Blood in egg. Uh, <laughs> blood egg. Blood egg made the list. No, I'm sorry. Before, I'm sorry. Like, blood in egg. Blood in egg was the answer we were looking for there. Before like God, Satan, Bible, plague, we've got blood egg and riding in the back of a pickup truck. Science, scientific explanation. Mm-hmm. First menses. No, it does not say first menses. <laughs> Absolutely. It says first menses. I'm reading it here. IMDb oh, title, TT044682, keywords. Written by your mom in 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Taking her sex ed class. Uh, King snake. What? M- methanol. Praying no. mantis. Praying Mantis. There is no Praying Mantis in this movie. I will die on this hill. Breaking a picture frame. Yeah. Uh, Photomicrograph. Housefly. Second born. Skin boil. Barbecue Did you say skin boy? Skin boil. Skin boil. (laughs) Skin boy. (laughs) To be fair, there is a skin boy. There is definitely the presence of a skin boy in this movie. (laughs) Yep. Fulgurite. Mm. Uh, fish kill. Come on. Are these, are these, um, what are those like warrior cat names? Like uh, Trouch Jump and like Bramble Pell. Fish kill. Boy fish skin. Menarche? Menarche. No idea. Me neither. Stabbed in the stomach? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it doesn't happen, has it? Chase. Don't remember that. Uh, closing credits sequence? I mean, uh, if that's the bar for putting keywords in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have good news for anyone looking for a movie. Blood on shirt. Blood on shirt. End of the world. No. Uh, bed sheet? Uh, Ref- reference to Satan. Murder of brother, mm-hmm. college professor, yeah. the old the, the, uh, the old handy brother sister relationship, uh, <laughs> person on fire, crisis of faith, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, death of child, surprise ending. Is it a surprise ending though? I, I mean, I don't, I don't. At think what so. point does the surprise happen? Is the surprise? That it is a Satan cult is the surprise that everyone in the town ends up dying? Or is the surprise the Satan baby that she is about to... I think the surprise is the Satan baby. Okay. Then also, like, why does she have the Satan baby? I... It's not clear why. Like, the only cause for us to believe it's the Satan baby is that it's her second baby. Sure. But, like, 
there's a lot of second babies out there. Yeah, does that just apply to anyone, anywhere at all? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like, a little honestly, it's a little arrogant, Hillary Swank. Yeah, she's like, not part of this cult or this town. She's just a lady who got roped yeah. into a series of very extreme, uh, extenuating circumstances. I don't know why her say, and he isn't Satan. Like the guy who has sex with her isn't doesn't possess magical powers. He's just an exposition hunk. He's just a guy who tells you what's going on in the town and then maybe wants to stab a kid. Just let him live. <laughs> just, Everyone needs he a wants hobby. to stab a kid so bad. God, it's like all he wanted the whole time. He went through so many elaborate hoops, jumped through so many weird, unnecessary hoops just to stab this kid. He went to Baton Rouge. Come on. I know. Oh, two word title. Two word title is a plot keyword. Because. It's important to be able to find yeah. all of the movies with a two-word title. Yeah. Uh, so, that's that's everything I know about this movie. It's a belly button movie. It's, a, it's most, primarily it's a belly button movie. I mean, yeah, it's got a lot of stuff going for it and a lot of biblical undertones, but it has belly button overtones, and that's really what we should have spent more time talking about. Sorted by relevance, belly button is the first. Top tier search it word. Is. Perfect job, IMDb. Yes. <laughs> uh, what if you had to be a character? Mm. Which which sweet which sweet boy or girl in this, <sighs> in this romp? It's that's a tough one because I hate everybody in this movie. Uh, or or they die, right? Like mm-hmm. I guess I'd be Idris Elba because I mean, given any opportunity, like that's got to be who you choose to be, right? But he yes. does get murdered in a basement. I mean, he Which meets a pretty want. tragic end, but he's in no way problematic. Correct. And he's Idris Elba. I mean, he's, yeah. There you go. Uh, I guess I would be the guy that drags the bull away because he's responsible for the <laughs> most fun in the movie, or or the uh, the fucking fish fart guy. I also like <laughs> yeah. the fish fart guy. Yeah. Is that the is that the sheriff that says that? I think it's I think it's the sheriff it who Elvis does get sheriff? killed by locusts. Elvis yeah, Sheriff. Yeah. Okay, I pick Elvis Sheriff also because he inexplicably gets a really fun costume choice. He's got this like bouffanty, like super gelled and like swooped up black right. Elvis hair. It's like only fucking gets... off brand Shea Wiggum that they bring into the movie. Yeah, he only gets so like good. three lines, but they really make him pop on screen. And I just wonder if he's like somebody's best friend and he got a speaking role, or if they were just like, for some reason, the vibe of this You just town, got it. You've got it. This is this is this is our guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean he is our guy. He's my guy. He's who I pick. Yeah, I mean that's I'll give it to you. That yeah. feels right. I don't want to be law enforcement, but I do want to have a sick haircut. Just and, insane buffon. Mm-hmm. And a memorable line. You just mic drop and then out of scene. I mean, I yeah, probably, yeah, I probably ended fair. up burning to death. I kind of forget when I die or how I die, but you know, I feel like yeah. A... I mean, covered by locusts. I mean, that's the you, you get. You die by having too many locusts on you. I got too heavy with locusts, and then it was lights out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Hillary, I hope I see. I hope I see her again soon in something much better. I'm not sure what she's up to. I'm not sure if she's got some more heavy hitting, uh, you know, Oscar bait in her arsenal. But I, I would like to see a more of an upswing since the relative plateau. That this movie, uh, the 
plateau trajectory that this movie yeah, centered this movie into. Where it's sort of, I'm not going to say you peaked at the reaping, but like it was a, it was a real quick cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you go off that cliff and you actually had a hang glider on you. And that's what I'm hoping for you, Hillary Swain. Yeah, I hope she's got, like, a little safety shoot because, um, well, you know, I mean, Idris is doing just fine. So I think she's got it in her. That's true. He that's also, true. I mean, you know, maybe she he, should also become, a, like, a, a dance hall queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Everyone just go look up what Idris is doing uh, musically on the internet, because it is extremely watchable and listenable. Yeah, he's got, uh, what's it, Boasty. I really like his, his guest mm-hmm. track on Boasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a wonderful discovery. <sighs> yeah, needs more Idris. That's what I have to say about this here flick. Apparently a poster for this movie is in The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Wait, what? The poster of this movie uh, is just in The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Where they is just the go into a video there? store and this... the reaping is on a wall somewhere. Oh my god, that's unbelievable to me. This movie <laughs> was pretty much buried. Like, you can rent it on Amazon and YouTube, but like, like I was trying to find old reviews just to see what people had to say. It's just a sea of dead links. Like, this isn't, this isn't a movie that was bad enough for everyone to talk about. It was, like, bad enough for, like, a month, and then everyone just, like, wiped that slate clean and decided no one needs to or wants to hear about the yeah, reaping. Yeah, they, they scrubbed it. They, they didn't hide it the way that they hid that fucking Charlize Theron movie that I, whose name I can't remember. No. The, no. Uh, the Penelope Cruz one. The, <laughs> yeah. What was um, it called? Uh, uh, Fuck, I forget already. Who remembers? I already forget. But so I wonder, do you think the producers are the same people that produce the traveling pants and this was just a little... Oh, has, I mean, has, has to, to be, be right? Like, I forget who produced this. It was a couple heavy hitters, though, right? It was a couple big, big boys. I imagine. <clears throat> Might have been a Zemeckis, which would be crazy, but I feel like I saw that somewhere. Yeah, anyway. this was written by two brothers, I guess. <laughs> Carrie and Chad Hayes. Just two brothers. Just two brothers. Just they're, two they're, brothers. Just, they're just called two brothers. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, these are the guys that wrote the Conjuring. There we are. Uh, well, they've got it. They've got a thing. They've got their uh, right there in yeah, their wheelhouse, doing what they do best. Just uh, just hazing people. Yeah. All right. Not, not our best. This... Not our worst. You know. Yeah. It's I mean, just one of them. Just one of them. It's just out there being one of them. This. Yeah. This is a movie that we watched, and I'll never watch it again. I don't think I would tell anybody to watch it. Maybe watch the last couple minutes, because it is buck wild. Yeah, but, the CGI is pretty crazy and pretty bad. Yeah, but other than that, not worth it. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. Okay, nah. well, I think that's it. Uh, I'd say and, it is. Yeah, so I guess until next time, I'll be Henry. I'll continue to be Michelle. And experiment and fast forward into the future of acting.